Archers, attack! Keep firing! Let none escape! Another down! Do not relent! It's episode 134 of Do Not Relent. I'm Slide Whistle. I am Immunization. And I'm Aaron, Fire Mage Extraordinaire and Horde Punching Bag. And I love Kevin the Blob. He has never, ever let me down. Let me just say, fuck Kevin, <laughs> fuck your blob, fuck whoa, that quest. Whoa, what's going on? What's going on here? I'll have you know that Kevin and Plaguebringer Norolith were at my wedding. <laughs> you got a fucking problem with them? You got a problem with me. I'm going to throw Kevin a medium moot and say, I kind of like you, Kevin. I kind of I don't. Okay, let me just say that I'm glad that Blizzard has fixed this. Because the first time I did it, it was very bugged, and I had to kill approximately, like, what? Like, it was supposed to be, like, kill eight, and then Kevin eats them, and then you're done. I probably killed about 80 things before I was done with that quest the first time I ran it. Poor, poor Vanderlyle posted in guild chat, and he said, Hey, does anyone know what's up with this Kevin quest? Is it bugged? And, like, there were some people talking about it. And, like, an hour and ten minutes later, he says, fuck Kevin, I finally finished it. And I was like, <laughs> no. Well, did you guys put any barbecue sauce on the bodies? Because you know my boy Kevin loves a good barbecue rub. rub dub dub I actually had just run out because, you know, I had run a few dungeons before that. And you, you need to, like, apply your BBQ sauce before a high key <laughs> run, yeah, you know? That is true, yeah. People always go, like, oh, get your oils, get your stones. No one ever talks about getting your sauce. Grab your sauce, kids. I was listening to World of Warcast, and um, they were talking about this. And I guess the problem with the Kevin quest was, which I kind of figured this out, was that you had to get the killing blow. Right. So I was thinking other things are hitting it. But apparently, if you had a companion with you, because one of the other quests for the Necroboard Assault gave you a companion, if he got the last hit, it didn't count for you. Ooh, that does make sense, though. And if you're a hunter and your pet got the last hit, it doesn't count for you. And Kevin won't eat it. <laughs> so rude. Oh, so much wrong with that. How does he even get coded like that is the real question. I don't know. It's bad coding because I think they fixed it. Now I think it's just like if anything owned by you kills it, it counts, right? Listen, Kevin came with Plaguebringer, whatever his name, to my last Ember Court. They had a few too many slime coladas. He wasn't on his best the next day, okay? He was really stressed. I was just trying to help him out. Don't Don't blame me, okay? That's all I'm saying. You know, I'm going to write about this in my Google review of Aaron's slash Garlina's Ember Court. No, we can't. Ha I'm going to be like that guy from the Chicago Wing place. I'm going to troll all the comments and be like, <laughs> that immune is a hater. He came in and he ordered the wrong thing and then he clogged my toilet. Oh, my God. That crazy wing place. I will not mention its name because I don't want to give them any publicity. Fuck them. What are the ingredients in a slime colada? I've been thinking about this for the past 45 seconds. Uh, slime, coconut, uh, some vodka, some more slime. You know, I was just going to add some slime, but then Plaguebringer was like, why don't you put some more slime in there? It felt kind of cannibalistic because Kevin is a slime, but who am I to judge? I would drink it. And I'd, is Kevin sexy? Can we, is, is, are slimes applicable to being sexy? 
we have named a slime a uh, sexiest NPC before, so I don't see why not. What's he does have one feature. He, I think there's a skull floating in there, so I can say he's got a handsome face. He is a grower. <laughs> okay, wait, this is the wrong segment. All right, I guess we can talk about the cinematic, even though I do want to talk about, which I won't, about how mean Immune watched Clockstoppers the other day. I'll talk about that later, though. <laughs> we did, yeah, in fact, did. watch it. <laughs> People, people got to wait towards the end to get that exclusive content. We need to, <laughs> we need to get rid of the chaff to get the wheat. Blaze it. But yeah, as promised last episode, we are going to talk about the cinematic that is at the end of the Sylvanas fight in the Sanctum of Domination raid. We are, well, obviously spoilers here, you know, whatever. So this is the one that plays after you defeat her. And... It starts with the jailer basically claiming the orb that the arbiter currently had in her possession. And I didn't realize this until I listened to Thrall's Balls Pod uh, this week. Because I don't know, like literally after he takes it out, the arbiter just dissolves out of existence. So I did not notice that before. I swear to God, I had no clue that she dissolved. I'm like, wait, what do you I, mean she... I, I don't think of her, and I think that's probably because... She hasn't moved or spoken or done anything other than be a set piece. But yeah, even like rewatching it, I was like, okay, I'm watching for her dissolve. And I could hardly find it because I was like, there's so many other things that are happening. Yeah, so he takes it, he puts it into his chest hole, and then he gets some sick new like, kind of Drust-esque looking armor. I was going to say he was very Drusty there. Can I say I'm so mad. Because the jailer, naked Zoval that we know him, has a perfect circular hole. He takes this orb, he puts it in his chest, there's a flash of light, and we see his new armor still has a goddamn hole in it. I'm like, oh, this is so frustrating me. Just close the hole. Maybe it's symbolic. Like, maybe... Okay, so the other Eternal ones... Wait, no, the first ones? They're the Eternal ones, right? The first ones before them, yes. So the other Eternal ones were like... Zaval, you're going to the mall, but not only that, we're taking your fucking clothes away from you. And you're going in butt ass naked. So maybe like they like punched him in the chest to like break the thing off of him, and he's like, "I'm gonna keep it there. That way they can be reminded that I'm a badass." Very Illidan esque. Like I am my chest hole. That is dressed right. Like the horns and like the way that the wood and the like. It just looks very, very dusty. Ah. Uh... <sighs> I guess, yeah. It's just like just the center of it. His chest hole appears to be sort of bone-esque. But I mean, the rest of it is that classic Maw steel. I mean, which makes sense because he is the leader of the Maw. He just looks like a giant NPC, like the guy who's waiting for me in Zoval's cauldron. Well, it is his cauldron. It is his cauldron. It, <laughs> it does make sense. sense. But anyways, after that... He's like, I've got my power. And he opens up a big portal to somewhere else. And he's like, tell you what, boys and girls, I'm going to use my new power to chain everyone. And he chains them up and they all all the leaders fall to their knees with glassed over eyes. And at this point, Sylvanas is like, uh, Zoval, we have what we need. Let's get out of here. We don't need to do anything else here. So when everybody else just like falls to their knees, is that just like showing how powerful he is now that like he can just make Jaina Thrall and Bovar just collapse? And then the glass over eyes made me think he specifically was like, I'm going to control them all. Like in a world where Sylvanas didn't get lippy, he was just going to take all of our leaders again. 
Yeah, I think I think you're right. But then Sylvanas like hears him say that all are going to serve him, and she has this flashback of everyone who has said that before. So like Arthas, the Lich King, or whatever. And then she's like, "Oh no, I'm not about this anymore." And then she pulls an arrow and tries to shoot it at him, and he just uh, grabs it. And he's like, "Uh, that's a shame." Just absolutely no sells it. Just like, wow, you you thought you could do that. Tell you what, girl, I got something special for you. He reaches into a little portal with a blue crystal. And he's like, ooh, look at this Billy crystal. And breaks it and she gets fucked up. And he throws it back at her and says that, you know, since she helped restore something that was previously his, he will give back something that was stolen from her. And, you know, this is her soul crystal of sorts that he throws back at her after crushing it. I don't know if that means anything. The fact that he crushed it. What if this is the origin of the Legion Medallion? He crushed the medallion. <laughs> I hate when Blizzard is retconning everything. Back in the day, I loved to crush the medallion for my own fun. I don't need an NPC to tell me how much crushing is cool. <laughs> how, how much rep do you think he got with the Draenor factions when he crushed Sylvanas' soul crystal? He didn't get any. He's maxed out because he's been in the mob for so long. He had all the time in the world to play Draenor, get all of his reps maxed out. Oh, this, was, this didn't even benefit him then because, like, there aren't Paragon bags for that shit, is there? <laughs> that was actually part of they his sure punishment was he had to play WAD content over and over and over. He's like, I can, I can just maybe get to Stormwind, but the portal didn't work. And he was like, no. It's, it's funny, actually. He would have invaded this week, but the wad time-walking stopped him from coming into Oribos. He's like, no, please, don't make me go back there. <laughs> He's like, I'm taking this week off. Okay, so he smacked down Sylvanas, and then he left, right? And he was just like, well, hey, everybody. He, yeah, he, he also, he, he spit a promo that was like, I'll leave them to your fate. And he released all the leaders like a, a fool. Yeah, Although he, like, took, he took Anduin with him. That was that's got to be one of the like top ten dumbest bad guy moves, like like all other bad guys do. Where I'm just gonna leave three of your largest people behind and not just kill them immediately. Here you go. It's that classic villain. I just got what I needed. I am the shit. Nothing will stop me. It doesn't matter what any of them do. So I'm just gonna release them. And like I just don't get it. Like if you were like actually wanting to rule the world, you you, you wouldn't get sloppy now after you just got your powers back, right? You know Sylvanas has got to be pissed, because essentially what he said as he was leaving and, like, zapping her with a crystal was like, I have all I need. And she was just like, yes, that's what I was saying. You have <laughs> all you need. If only you, had, yeah, if only you had reached that conclusion two minutes ago. <laughs> Nothing changed. Like, he could have just done it before. <laughs> Yeah, so, like, one thing that he did say, though, was that when, after she said that, like, we, you have what you need, then he made a, a some statement about how what the makers did to him was unfair. I don't know if that's in reference to, like, the first one's the one who made the system that he was a part of before. Anyways, then when Sylvanas gets her soul crystal back, she basically collapses, and as she's collapsing, she says that we can't let him get to, and then she passes out and hits, hits the floor, so... I'm sure everyone's heard a bunch of theories about this. I seem like the most two popular theories are the Sunwell and the Sepulcher. Wait, no, how do you say it? Sepulcher? They're saying it weird. And I was like, well, that, that's how you say it. Yes, the Suffolker. Ugh. I mean, I could see either. So, like, the argument for it being the Sunwell is that, like, this is the soul crystal she's getting back that was taken from her when 
the Lich King killed her the very first time, and that is so she's like, we can't let him, him being Arthas, get to the sun well in what Warcraft three. <laughs> I've been playing. What? Well, what even was the subtitle of base Warcraft three? I think it was just Warcraft three. No, it eat him up, eat him up, eat him up. <laughs> Warcraft three, Warcraft three. <laughs> but no, it was like Reign of Champions or something, wasn't there? Didn't it have a subtitle? Frozen Throne was the was the expansion. People are gonna just get mad at us. This is a, I don't I, I don't know the answer. I'm sorry, Warcraftler people. I'm trying. We never claimed to be a, a lore pod, so I think we're fine. It's Reign of Chaos. Yeah, I knew that the whole time. <laughs> so yes, she is she is going all the way back to Reign of Chaos potentially, and it was like we can't let Arthus get in there, which means. Okay, so does that mean there's like three personalities or does that mean that Zoval has been influencing her and keeping a hold on her all the way since then? So this is also where I'm, no one knows, obviously. It seems like the two camps are, it's a redemption story where she's being, she was 100% mind controlled and she did not control her actions. And then there's the camp that I think I'm in. Now, at this point, which is the camp of she was just trying to gain power and he did have a hold on her, but she still had some control because even just then in the cinematic, she fired an arrow at him before he gave her her soul back. Right. So Mm -hmm. maybe a little bit of both. Yeah, I think I agree with you that she had general control of herself, but I guess he had subtly possibly influenced everything she has done since the beginning of basically Wow. <laughs> I guess like she was from what I'm getting is that she was basically willing willingly enhanced. Whereas Anduin said, No, I don't want this power. He said, Fine, I'm gonna force this power on top of you. Savannah said, Yeah, fine, give it to me, I guess. And he was like, Here you go, use it when you want. And that's it. That's what's happening now. Was it Thrall's Balls that had the theory that the Arbiter just was created to replace Zoval in like the four people? Five people? I think it may have been there that I, I heard that theory. I think it's been going around a little bit, too. But it kind of makes sense, too, because, like, especially if she does just dissolve when, like, his, like, Orbi thing was taken from her, she seems to not exist anymore. And it, it kind of implies, then, that, like, Zoval's brothers and sisters all made the Arbiter to take his job and sort souls as they locked him away in the Maw. Which, does that mean that, like, Zoval used to just sit up in Oribos, like on one of those pedestals and, like, judge every soul that came in. And I guess the mall would have still been there, but, like, he wouldn't have been, like, his domain. He would just, like, damn souls that seemed unworthy down there. Right, because it, it never... It's always seemed like they he was put in the mall, right? He keeps saying how they put me here and they chained me here. Mm-hmm. So and that's it looks like he, he used to have, like, an official seat on the council because there is a fifth pedestal that is cracked so he used to stand there long long ago before he fucked up man that's kind of fucked up you know these machines coming in taking your job stealing your heart like what are are you supposed to do other than rally against the machine he's just he's just doing what he needs to rallying all of his patriots down south and i by that i mean literally down in the mall south of us and just forming a revolution you know he says what everyone's thinking all souls should go to the mall he said 
in that bus that he was going to grab her by the sigil, and I'll be darned if that's not the truth that I want. You know, that is just some locker room talk by Arzoval. He is so relatable. You know, we've all been thinking it. Like, you know, it's just, what what else is a sigil for but grabbing, you know? (laughs) Who hasn't been at the the rune carver's chamber and not said something like that? Just you wait until Medivh Jr. Medan comes back to lead us into our new resistance. Oh my god. Zoval Medan Jr. 2021. <laughs> Medan Jr. That's like a baby wizard. <laughs> oh right, everyone, god. good job. Good job. That was great. Yeah, yeah I, I love that theory, though. That I mean, by this point, the theory seems real. The, is the theory that Medan is still alive, or? No. Of course. The Arbiter, not Medan. Oh, I couldn't think of a, like a name of an area that starts with like A L or all. I was gonna make a sick uh where we go one joke. That's where, fine. <laughs> where we go one, we go Zaval. Kinda do that. There you go. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> God, that's that's actually ruining people's families. I'm sorry if anyone's yeah, having to deal with that out there. Up. Yeah, I think it was a good cinematic. It's crazy how much I feel like I missed just watching it one time. Like, watching it second time, I was like, wait, let me rewind. Wait, let me rewind. Because I think I was just so mad that I was like, Sylvanas is escaping. But at this point, I don't think she is. Like, obviously, we don't kill her on the end of the raid. But, like, I think she's something's going to happen that's that she's not going to like, and I'm going to be happy about that. <laughs> I'm hoping that there, <laughs> there's too many goddamn characters I'm hoping that someone stays behind to do death stuff, whether that is taking over for someone or getting a new job in the Shadowlands. And I hope it's her. That way, she has a cool job. So people who like her are like, she's important. And also, she goes away so that everyone else can be like, finally, at least she's gone. You know, that's not a bad idea. Giving her Zoval's old job, which is still kind of fucked up from their perspective. But, like, if you just Illidan her, you put her on a spaceship with the alien, you send the alien away, you don't have to see that alien for three to four expansions, and then you're good. Do you think we're going to see Sargeras again? That's good. 100%. That feel, feel a little fucked up if just Illidan's like, I didn't do well. I really it's, thought I could do it, but I beefed it. What it's probably going to be is it's probably going to be somebody landing on that spaceship, and Illidan's like, what the fuck? Who's, who's docking on the ship? And then he gets overwhelmed. And then they get freed. That's probably what's gonna. But don't quote me. It's probably gonna happen though. So yeah, I, I'm cool with Savannah being the Death Lord. If, even if she's getting rewarded a lot, getting rewarded for being bad and horrible. No, I don't like that part. Yeah, are we just gonna ignore the fact that like, you know, she still committed like genocide at the entire Night Elf people? Hey, like, hey. she's gonna go and personally apologize to every single one. It'll be good. She said sorry, okay? That part wasn't her. That was Oval. <laughs> I had nothing to do with that. I don't, know. So I don't know what that was. I, I can't even remember what happened. You said there was a fire? Did someone leave the kettle on? I'm, I'm sorry to hear about that. Are we gonna get war crimes too, but then it's just Sylvanas pleading insanity? But then somebody mentions the name Delarin and you see her face twitch and she gets legally blonded. And then she loses the case because she freaks out against Delarin. What's her name? River Moon? Sun River? Moon Sun? If I saw that Delarin River Moon, I would bend and <laughs> snap her neck 100 degrees. 
she's like, well, you know, 98% of burning Teldrassil was Oval. 2% was me because fuck Delarin. <laughs> What's Elune up to? What is Elune up to? Being real, real temperamental, making sure that Tyrande has enough strength right up until the end. And she's like, I'm going to have to rein that one back. Elune definitely is going to come into the story because, like, it's either, like, her... It's Elune stopping her for, like, one of several reasons. It's the fact that, like, maybe Elune still thinks that she needs Sylvanas for something later on, or... <laughs> I, I don't know exactly. I heard this theory... I don't remember where I heard it from. It was in a podcast. I think it was the guest on World of Warcast, actually, who was talking about how because Sylvanas was so close to the Jailer for... Whoever, however long that Alun knows that Sylvanas may be the only way for our people to know how to defeat him. So she's like, you can't kill her because she has the secrets and that'll keep them alive. Which is exactly why the leaders that Zoval let free at the end of that cinematic are going to do the same thing. Like, they're going to be like, well, we can't kill her even if we want to because she knows things we don't. And then she's going to bargain them and be like, I'll tell you, if you show me Nathanos' dead body. And it's like, come on, come on. That's not a different planet, please. But then maybe, uh, I also saw another one that Elune just wants to not have revenge, like murder revenge on Sylvanas. But that she just wants her people restored, like the souls that were sent to the Maw from Teldra. Mm-hmm. So she wants them like redeemed. And that's the yeah. goal for Toronto. It's like, like, fuck lame. I hope that's not it. I, I get it. But. Even even if she just plucked them out of the Maw and put them back in Ardenweld. But the way Ardenweld works, who knows? Maybe they'll come back one day. I mean, everyone there gets reborn eventually. So it's a win-win. Everyone gets to come back within a thousand years. That's the like, they they all, like, all the ones that I've saved, they are just walking around Ardenweald, like. And I'm like, we could just send them, put, put them in a little seed and hatch them again. It's fine. Yeah, I mean, I feel like we have enough Animu now. We could do that. Can you imagine a dead worgen gets brought back in Ardenweld, goes through their trials, gets reborn as a human, and then gets bit again? Oh, oh man. fuck. <laughs> oh, man. I was finally free of this curse. <laughs> I spent I spent the last 900 years as a squirrel, and now this happens again. I wanted to wear hats. <laughs> well, while we're speaking about this stuff, I think it's about time for us to bring back Time War, baby. Oh, no. I was thinking, I was like, who has it? I've had it for a while, but, like, we've been busy talking about other things, so it's like, I was like, we can hold off for a little bit, but it's back now, and since it's been a while, I guess I'll explain it. Time Warp is when I give these two 40 seconds to name as many correct responses to my question as they can. The loser has to take a shot of the alcohol. Are you two ready? Ready, Freddy! Ready. Okay, this week's question is I am asking you two to name as many of the named regions of the World of Warcraft cosmology chart as you can. On your mark, get set, go. Arcane, Fell, Shadow, uh, Light, Earth, earth Storm, death, Ice, Death, Void, void. 
Life, um, Earth, Ice, Arcane, Fire, Fell, Water, Shadow, Earth. Light. What are we missing? Um, Holy. We're missing some, something. Some big bubbles. Dream. Death. Um, fart. Um, panini. Nature. Hunana. What's my name? Hunana. <laughs> <laughs> What's my name? <laughs> Ooh, da, da, da. <laughs> um, time. Okay, well, I was going for like the big six, like the ones that are like just like the outer edges. So those are the ones I was listening for. And those are light, shadow, life, death, order, and disorder. I don't think either of you guys named order or no, disorder. No, we did not. I heard life, death, Light, light, and I don't know if one of you guys said shadow. I think maybe one of you guys did, or maybe not. No, I, I did not. We, at least, well, I I said shadow at one point. Okay, well then I believe slide wins this one. I heard this is Aaron. I heard Aaron say light pretty much right off the bat, and then I guess if slide got shadow, I also heard him say life, and then both of you guys said death about the same time. I believe one was very similar. Did you hear did you hear us sing together? Honestly, I just want to applaud that. So I'm going to take a little bit of a drink for that lovely performance. <laughs> well, it sounds like I was the loser. So let me go grab my shot. Same, except I'm just making a drink while you do that. So while they're both doing that, I just thought it was interesting that I think I read or heard somewhere that Sylvanas was originally intended to go to Ardenweald on her death. So I wonder if that also has something to do with Alune and why she would stop Taronda from killing her. I'm back with my Malort. No, no more yes. Malort. Yes. And here it goes. Uh, <laughs> it's going to stick it is, with you. You know, they probably, she probably made a deal to go to Ardenwild. I heard what you were saying while I was taking my drink because they were like, you know, uh, Mark of the Wild's pretty cool. Is that what it's called? Wild Spirits? Yeah, Wild Spirit. Mark of the Wild is the Jerud buff. Wild Spirits is what I meant to say. <laughs> it's going to be a pretty cool ability, Sylvanas. You know, you want to come to Ardenwood later. Think of the AoE, Sylvanas. Whatever you do, don't go Necrolord. You won't be meta. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can tell you now I'm still making my decision, but I have little to no interest in Chakram. <laughs> you and I both, Sylvanas. <laughs> what even is the, what's the Venthyr Hunter one? Does anyone know it? Anyone playing Hunter and a Benthir out there? Press F in the chat. I think it has something to do with Hunter's Mark, but I'm not 100% sure. <laughs> hey, can we talk about how all the podcasts are, all the WoW podcasts are gone? Hi, everybody. We're one of like 10 podcasts left that cover World of Warcraft. Where are they going? <laughs> I don't know. A lot of them are just, I feel like a lot of them decided to die right as 9.1 came out. I'm like, what are you guys doing? We have new content for the first time in so long. And you guys have been like around up until now. <laughs> And they're they're missing out on quality content like flayed shot. Every thirty seconds, you can oh, shoot you at a target, which puts a moderate dot on them for eighteen seconds. Each tick of the dot has a chance to make your next kill shot free, deal twenty five percent more damage, and immediately usable regardless of the target's current health. Oh, I kind of like that. That's probably not good though. See, like, and that's the thing is that I think a lot of the people that have stopped playing are people who were just been playing for a while right they've had their skin in the game they know how the system works for us this is like still fun maybe for the for them or for you or other people it's just like 
I've seen this so many times before. And if you don't like the game, take a break. That's it. Then you're good. No one's going to chastise you for leaving. And I, if that's the case, it's kind of admirable. Like, I wouldn't want to, like, create a con- like content for for something that I don't play as well. Mm-hmm. So Definitely. But, like, I'm sitting here, like, I've got two characters that I'm trying to raid with at the same time. And I want to add a third one. I think I'm, I'm, I'm getting so jealous of everyone's Frost Mage. And I'm like, I, want, I, I, I have a Frost Mage. I play Frost. Let's go. Yeah, I am a crazy motherfucker right now that has three characters at max renown and pretty geared could raid do high keys i don't know why i'm doing this but i don't know it's like the most wow i've played basically since i started i wish i could do more i go to work and all i think about is wow i'll try and install it on my windows xp at work sorry i can't i can't film i have to raid i have that same idea i have like an hour lunch now and i could legitimately do wow content if i had a computer that had wow on it over there so i'm like do i install it on a pc up here can you do that there your job doesn't even let you go on tiktok yeah they fucking block tiktok and they fucking like come on like how am i gonna watch my fun talks on your toilet anyway i just want to reiterate that this podcast is absolutely head over heels in love with shadowlands right now and we're not going anywhere if we can put through all of bfa we can do anything. <laughs> <laughs> if we can start in WAD and play through all of BFA, you know we're in for the long haul, brother. Yeah, if we can continually make at least one episode a week during the 9.1, no, 9.0 to 9.1 drought, we got this, baby. That wasn't even that bad. That was fun. I'm, I'm having a great time. Let's talk about fucking Torghast or Raid. Torghast? Raid? Ooh. Ah? Ooh. Let's talk well, about what's the audience say? Or, uh, yeah, what's the audience got to say? Am I hearing um, Nintendo's new Smash Brothers ripoff? No, no, no. Listen, oh. listen. No, 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 no. Please, 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 please. I, you guys have no idea how much I want to talk about this Nickelodeon new Smash Bros. game, but I, we cannot talk about it. We have so much watch it to get through. This would be like maybe a bonus episode of just us talking about the Nicktoons Smash <laughs> game. And about how I would be a Danny Phantom man. Oh my god. Wait, but actually though, Torghast. It's a Torghast. All I know is, this is all I gotta say. Why are they gonna put Reptar in there instead of Drew Pickles? Because you know Drew Pickles is a weirdly violent motherfucker. He could punch a kid. It, what if like he just had various like sharp weapons? Like no engineering tools, just like a knife, a sword. Like, <laughs> he's like a murderer. Yeah, I killed Chucky's wife. What, what about it? Yes, so the new Torghast changes. Yes. What do you guys think of them so far? I like it. It certainly makes it, well, I mean, removing the death counter makes it a lot more fun because you can just continue until you win, which is better than being like, okay, everyone, let's math it out. We only have one thing left. So Jason, you have to leave because we know you're going to die. Yeah, it's funny, though, because the, with the new scoring system, I feel like the minute, the, the second I die to doing something stupid, which I always do in Torghast. I just reset it now. I'm on floor two and I died. Reset because I want to get a perfect score. <laughs> so for me, deaths are actually worse than they were when it was just a counter. Yeah, but if your main goal was just to get to the end to get your soul ass and your cinders, then it doesn't matter dying. But if you're a person that wants to like maximize your research and get a flawless run, maybe go to the Addy vaults, then then yeah, dying is the worst thing that can happen. 
Yeah, I haven't been to the Adamant Vault yet. I wish I could do it today, but we had to record a podcast for you people. Yeah, guys, how selfish of you. But yeah, overall, I like it. I like that there is one less floor. It does feel faster, even though you basically are strong-armed into doing everything on the floor. But, well, actually, I guess you're not. Like, Slide was telling me earlier that these crazy feral druids on the Dream Grove have this, like, meta way of getting the most soul ass as possible, as quick as possible, just speedrunning it. Us poor feral druids have to recraft basically all of our legendaries, which is anywhere from three to four, <laughs> depending on the your content, because they're all in the wrong slots. So they found the best way to farm Soul Ash, which is if you're an invisible class with a lot of burst, all you do is you sneak past every single boss, kill the last boss, and you, you can do this over and over and over again, just stealthing and killing if you're geared enough. And you could just farm enough soul ash over five to six hours to recraft four to five legendaries. The pain they make us pharaohs go through to be good DPS. Man, y'all are crazy. One of the guys on there, his speed run, his fastest run for running an entire layer seven was one minute and 55 seconds. If you can beat that, let me know. I feel like some people just don't have a fast enough computer to go in between the floors for that. <laughs> That's honestly got to be a factor, right? <laughs> yeah, I, I, I really like how it's making me play Torghast way differently than I would ever do before. I mean, before, I literally would do every Torghast. Like, I would do that layer 7. I would invis past everything, kill the last thing, and just keep going. Because I was always so geared enough to just be able to kill it. And it give me some, some good powers. I'm good. Like, that's it. Yeah, and the little pink box thing makes it doing it every week a little more enjoyable because your power level goes up i'm sorry the the what the little pink box yeah you know like rupaul's mini pink box from season five. Oh, you're talking about the box of many things ruse box of many things yeah in the interior illusions lounge which is you know what the rune carver's uh little chamber has been renamed to because he, he's he not is. there anymore he is an illusion <laughs> <laughs> yeah he is an illusion <laughs> Interior. How does that work? How can his illusion make us legendary items? That's OP as fuck, right? Listen, why didn't he, he, was why didn't he make his illusion like him, like the Primus? Why is he like, ooh, <laughs> let me let me craft up an illusion that looks like me when I was in BDSM gear? That's what I was also... Okay, can we go back to that really quick? He, he wasn't mind-charmed at all, right? He was just hiding in plain sight? Is that what he was doing? Or was, or was his, No, his memories were lost, right? He forgot who he was. Mm-hmm. Why wouldn't Zoval just kill him? I mean, I guess he's using him to craft items for him. But, like, I don't know. I, I mean... I, I, I actually did hear a theory... I don't remember where, but there was a theory that the first one's... Are they first or eternal? We literally said this earlier. Whatever, like Zoval uh, I believe, and Daddy I believe D and all of them are eternal ones. Correct. Yeah. The 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 le- our current leaders are eternal ones. So there's a theory that they can't be killed, and that's why instead of just killing Zoval, they banished him as well. Well, maybe they just don't believe in capital punishment. Like that's fine. It's very expensive to kill Zoval. You know how much money that costs the taxpayers of Ardenweld? So fucking much. Do you know how many people are in line in front of him on death row? The entire world is dead. Rendell is clapping like, I can fund it. <laughs> Let me fucking give you the money to kill Zoval. These raiders, they really funded 
you know, our campaign to kill the wall. <laughs> Can't get over all the homie Rindo is giving out his gold now, just giving it out his fucking quests. It's so great. Tell you who's giving out quests now. It's Draka. <laughs> She she was the she was the person that shows up for this newest quest line and it's got everyone talking. Well, what do they have to say? Well, this is once again people are like you're missing all the important moments. You can have a whole bonus episode about just this series of quests. But the big thing is you go into Desmotan or Desmorton or whatever. Can you please can you please give that a fun nickname right right now. Like, what's a fun name to call it? Despacito. So it's a <laughs> Wait, is this Despacito 3? Yeah, Despacito, Despacito, <laughs> Despacito 3. I'm sorry, this is 3, yes. Yeah, please get it right. But, so you, you sneak into Despacito 3. Oh no. And it's like, we're going to signal the invasion of Despacito. And we're going to put these portals down. But then every time you put a portal down, also you're, it's Draka and Thrall are here. And every time you put a portal down, one of them goes a little bit into their backstory. And it's like, ooh, will they, won't they recognize each other? Like, it's like, you put one down and he's like, Draka, you were a frost wolf, right? And it's like, yes, they were very important to me. I had a husband and a son. And you put another one down and it's like, I was taken from my son. He was green and... Yeah, he was an orc. He would probably. Oh, by the way, Thrall threw his his axe that was named is apparently was named Duratan's or no, it's like Ogremar's Fury or something. And then she's like, Ogremar's Fury. That's a cool name. But we get it back from just some guy. I haven't I haven't finished the quest line. I have to do like two more quests, and I think it's done. So wait, so dude just finds the axe. Is like, hey, I found some Helios eyeball. Here you go. It, apparently, Helia pulled it out of her eyeball and said, "Ah, oh, this is awful. And then she gave it to one of, like, the floating priest guys and was just like, use this axe. And then, but he's like a chump. He's nothing. So we kill him. And it's just like, my axe is back. This is well, neat. <laughs> this is so weird. Like, I, I mean, I guess Helia doesn't have any need for this axe. Like, but I mean, just giving it to a random dude in Despacito. But so you do all your quests you signal the attack, and it is actually pretty cool because out of all these death portals come, like, the army. Members of each of the four covenants, they're fighting people, and you hop in a ziggurat and are, like, bombarding people with a a ziggurat cannon. It's pretty neat. Okay, I like that in the, necro- in the Necrolord Assault, which also, that's where Kevin was. <laughs> so, Ugh. I mean, like, that was fun. But the the big emotional lead up to this is Draka said, we need to take out one of the jailer's most important generals. And you go up and it's the dirty jelly bean man himself, Viraz. Oh, shit. Viraz is there? Yes, Viraz is there, and he's a, he's a doo-doo head. You begin the fight and he goes, I'm not strong enough. It's like, we just started fighting, bud. And as you fight him, Helia's like, I'll give you my magic. But it does nothing. And you you beat him. And it's like, we have cleared this part of Despacito. And then I, Gralina says, well, well, can you give me a warp to the raid then? And she goes, nope, not for like three more weeks. 
So, Virez is the one who betrayed the entirety of the Meldrax's covenant, right? Yes, somehow rotund rave ravager himself, Virez, killed, like, the dude that's on the loading screen. Um, you mean Margrave Crexis? I, I, yes, that sounds familiar. Draka is like, this is for Crexus, And I was like, who? You, the loading screen guy? Yeah, the loading screen guy. <laughs> Honestly, Blizzard has some nerve, like, billing him as, like, the main guy, putting him on the loading screen and killing him off in literally, like, the first quest line that we have in this expansion. But go off. But anyways, the the big important moment, the moment that is on everyone's YouTube channels of people crying in the thumbnails, are you go home to Corthia and Draka's like, Thrall, let's, let's get a tight five to the side here. You are my son. I recognize <gasps> Durantan's eyes. Which, uh, which I know we covered earlier, but like, this feels just as dumb as when we covered it before. <laughs> And it's a it's a big moment where he's like, oh, I'm so sorry. I didn't know, mommy. And she goes, tell me about your life. Who are you? And he's like, I was a war chief and I used to be a really good shaman. I had a bitch and hammer at some point. And she goes, no, that's who you were. Who are you? And he goes, shit, I don't know. She goes, find out. And then they walk away and they pretend they don't know each other. I wonder if we're going to have, like, deeper Thrall evolution than coming in the coming, like, expansion. I don't know if, I mean, I guess I welcome that. I was going to say, I don't know if I want that or not. But, yeah, I, I guess I'm fine with some more lore for people who care about the Thrall stuff. I mean, I, I play Alliance. I don't see, when I see Thrall, it's always, like, shit like this. And he's taking up story time for me. I'm like, we need to rescue my king and win. We forget that he's still being dominated. I went to Wallapedia to look up Margrave Crexus, and in their notes, Crexus is predominantly featured in the marketing for World of Warcraft Shadowlands, namely the loading screen and the launch cinematic, promotional key art, and the official Warcraft Twitter account. Is he running the Twitter? <laughs> Where he is used to represent Maldraxxus. He certainly has time. <laughs> he got beef. He was, oh, no way. Where he is used to represent Maldraxxus and the Necrolores in the same manner as the Eternal Ones. In spite of this... Crexus only makes a total of three in-game appearances before dying off-screen. <laughs> Fucking yeah, Ripperoni, that poor man. We didn't even get, like, to see him murdered by Virez. It's just like, oh yeah, he's dead now. <laughs> they didn't even invite his voice actor to the voice actor panel, and they invited the little deer guy who had just as many appearances. The shade. Well, PD continues to throw shade, and I didn't even realize this. Crex's model uses the same animation as Fell Lords, and he totally does. Look at him with his little axe on the ground, holding it like like the Fell Lords do in fucking Nepar Citadel. He's a generic character. <laughs> He's no one and nothing. I guess it swerved us, right? Because like I was like, wait, the dude on the loading screen is dead <laughs> already. Cut smash to like all of them being hit at one point. So, anyways, that's the the big emotional moment this week, uh, and I'm sure we'll get a lot of meany fan mail and comments saying Aaron doesn't he doesn't understand the depth. I want to I don't know throw Draka like a football. I would love if we got some like evil fan mail about that stuff. If you guys hate us, let us know. I'd love to hear this. 
Well, speaking of fan mail, we did get one email from Adorno saying that last episode was our best episode ever and that we should record a five-hour episode next. So just let's like let you guys know that we are now one-fifth of the way there. So I was just about to say, I don't know what you boys are doing, but uh, we have another four hours and ten minutes to cover. I got a lot of tour gas to farm on my druid. Yeah, okay. Well, if you do like that one method, how many? Well, yeah, five hours. Yeah, okay. So one podcast worth of Torghast farming, and then you can recraft your legendary. Just enough time. But this week in Raid, we have made some progress, I would say. Our group caught up. We got up to Painsmith last week, and the big revelation is, after some last-minute nerfs, we have defeated him. Yeah, he got hotfixed during our raid, I believe. Although, I think we would have downed it last night, even if that wasn't there. We were making really good progress. And after the hotfixes, it was pretty clean. I think we made it through with, like, one person dying, maybe. Like, we got that fight down. It felt pretty good. The fighter was doing way too much damage on normal for people trying to avoid spikes. And once that was nerfed, I was like, I'm pretty sure we got this. And then, bam, we had it. Yeah, still... Very much so evil Mario Party, but we did defeat that. Then we decided to, I guess this is a path now after this boss that you can split. You can either do Guardian of the first ones or Fate Scribe, or the Fate Scribe uh, guy that was uh, kidnapped from that cave due to us (laughs) in Corthia. So it was funny when, so Lin decided, he was like, we have two options. We can either go Fate Scribe or we can go into Guardian. And it's we so me and Immune have been double rating with dogs with jobs on the weekend where we do just I bring my my alt until I get unloot locked and do this whole thing. And so we've we've seen the other boss and I was like, I don't know if we can kill this other boss because we don't have enough healers that the Guardian is like a very much so much damage comes out of that fucking guy. It's almost I don't know. It almost felt like a healer check a little bit in some ways. Like a lot of damage goes out. But also we did like with Dogs of Jobs, we were just not taking care of one part of the fight. And then like as soon as we got rid of those sentries, it was a lot easier. But yeah. Which I feel like the adventure guide really needs to be updated because I read that adventure guide front and back. And I was like, none of this makes sense and why this is hurting so much. But so when Lynn picked Fate Scribe, I said to myself, oh, no. Please, not that one. <laughs> I I don't know anything about what this guy is. Well, so we we got a one or two pulls off on Fate Scribe with Dogs with Jobs like over the weekend, and I was high as fuck, and they appointed me to be a fucking ring runner. And the whole time, I'm just like, I don't know what the fuck they're talking about. I don't know what the fuck these rings are. I'm only yeah, half so listening. Wh- what, is, what is this mechanic? Because they were talking about it. But I was not a ring runner, so I was just like, okay, I'll sit in the background. So even if you're not a ring runner, you should be looking at the rings just in case. Because if we do not get these rings right, we will die. Like, we will straight up die in, like, 45 seconds. So the rings, there's rings. And then there's runes that the ring runes have to lock into. Hilbrin's eyes, or Hilbrin's ears just perked up. (laughs) Runes. Yeah, so if you're a ring runner, I guess, like, or basically anyone, if you stand on the part of the ring that's glowing, glowing, if one person's in it, then the ring starts moving clockwise. If two people 
are in it, then it starts moving counterclockwise, and you have to like bring it to the rune for it to lock in. And there are three rings like from out outward inward that you have to do that for. So like there are potentially like three groups of people that need to do this. And during this, there's also ads that are running around doing a lot of damage to people. And but it's funny because we say one and two, it's actually evens and odds. So if people aren't paying attention and just standing near the rune, they may actually move it in an unintended direction than what the rune runners are trying to move the runes into. I have never, ever in my World of Warcraft raiding or dungeon career seen a fight that fucking looked like this. The minute that that the room like unlocks and the floor starts to spin around and you get blasted back is like a very what the fuck is going on right now moment. Yeah, it almost felt like we were like at a casino. And by that, I don't mean that like we're at a casino gambling. I'm like, we have just become a piece of the casino where we are now the roulette. Aaron, Aaron, do you remember Kingdom Hearts 1? The first yes. fight you have with Oogie Boogie. Oogie Boogie. <laughs> this is that fight. You're in the casino. You're on the fucking roulette wheel. And you got to match at the fucking roulette wheel to beat his ass for you to bitch touch you off the platform. Does that mean that I will spend an hour trying to hop up and glitch behind the fence? I did it once. Yes. <laughs> I did it once. Immune watched me do this fight. And I literally did that same. I, I glitched through the fence <laughs> so I could hit him easier. <laughs> Can confirm he did that. <laughs> anyway, this fight is wild. And, like, I, was, I wasn't worried. But I've heard a lot of people, people say that these fights aren't as uh, fun or as different as fights from Nathria. Because Nathria fights were crazy. The lantern mechanic on Troop Ring was crazy cool. The Sludge's Pillars were dope. Like, there's, like, a bunch of, like, the, the Kel'Thas fight where you're healing instead of damaging. There's, I mean, like, granted, I hate that fight. But it is different, right? But so far, I think that Sanctum or uh, Sactum or Sadi. Uh-huh. It's, it's Sadi. At this point, it's Sadi. Um, yeah, I think Sadi actually is a pretty good raid so far. I really like it. Um, also, and we didn't mention this yet, I think, but Mr. Bigglesworth is in there in several different locations, and you can be the first person to pet him, and then he runs off to his next location. I think we found him oh. twice now. Yeah, there's like one like right after the first band member giant ad bone steel, I think. And there's one later. And I don't know how many opportunities there are to find them. I'm sure that'll be like a secretive achievement yeah, thing once people be. understand it. That only makes sense. Because there, there used to be an old one with the with Cuthazad and Bigglesworth. Oh, yeah, then it probably is that, right? Because yeah, that, that's his kitty. And you know what I'm most mad about? And I understand that, like, he had a voice actor before Hearthstone, but I'm Kel'Thuzad's Hearthstone voice actor is the peak of Kel'Thuzad's voice. It's so campy, and it's so fun. And I was so upset that they did not use this opportunity of him in Shadowlands to use that same campy Hearthstone voice. They use his old, like, I'm a... I'm a sleazy old white man with a voice filter. I'm like, lame. The thing is, I feel like most old school WoW people pop for that. But we are your unique people who started playing this game because of Hearthstone. So <laughs> specifically the one where Kutuzan was the MC for that one. But still, his voice is not is so iconic. Like, let's just switch it up. 
But I guess while we're talking about Sadi, we can throw in another sexiest NPC of the week, baby. <laughs> yes. And this week, we are naming the aforementioned Bone Steel. And I'm talking Bone Steel, the keeper of screams. Ah, I can tell you, I gave him a run for his money the other day when we were uh, sneaking one out behind the towers. Oh my towers. god. Ew. Ah! <laughs> what, what were you doing with Bone Steel behind the towers? The Twin Towers? Aaron, Aaron, the Twin Towers? Aaron, the, twi Aaron, the Twin Towers? Aaron, those are, those are monuments to our fallen soul. Aaron, those are monuments. You can't, you can't. <laughs> Jet fuel can't melt bone steel. <laughs> but He's this can. You guys, we can't keep making references like these. What it, people, most people stop listening by now, so we're fine. <laughs> We're not all right, okay, guys? Just let me make that clear. We're, we're the not, farthest thing. We're not all... Wait, you said all right or alt right? Alt right. But, I mean, I'm also not all right. But. Yeah, we are neither of those. But I just want to bring you... Bring your attention to Bone Steel's uh, loot table. He's got a couple purple. He's got a couple greens. But he knows that uh, things can get a little messy after the fun so he also always carries one to three shouted or shrouded cloths so polite he said i i'm sorry i ectoplasmed in your hair <laughs> here you go i would love to be a groupie on tour with bone steel <laughs> so our raid team has created some extra lore that bone steel and the other large named npcs like this that are all like keepers of or have all of like titles are part of this like screamo rock band and you know obviously bone steel the keeper of screams is the lead vocalist right yeah there's bone steel then there's soul ember who's on the drums you know she's a cool kind of down to earth lass the fiery spirit uh, i don't remember the bassist name or the guitarist name but when you see them You'll know. Those are the emo hot kids. Okay, so first off, I guess we need to establish, uh, we were talking about this in Raid 2, what is this band's name, officially? That's not, I can't answer that. The, the names come naturally through the psychic energy that the bands give off. I can't just give them a name, generically. It has to come to me through a vision. Yeah, that, that'd be kind of fucked up. I mean, they're come up and on. coming. Who, who am I to give them a name they don't mesh with, and then that just ruins the psychic energy right. that they're putting out? Thank you. Thank you. I'm sorry, it's just that logistically, we need something to put at the top of the billing for Warped to a Revival, and um, I don't know what to put up there. Have you tried using their names? That's 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 there. Yeah, okay, you got me. Where, where, do you, where do you think they would play if they were in Warped? Like, would they be up with, like, Blink-182? Or are we, like, putting them all the way down with, like, Pierce the Veil and they stuff? They would be up with Blink-182, the greatest band to ever grace... Any band, Blink-182. We love Blink-182. We love Blink-182. We were looking at some market research recently and realized you guys like Blink-182, so we absolutely love them. That new album they dropped? Mm, definitely not sad. For the record, I do actually enjoy Blink-182, but it was just interesting, so I was looking at some like, statistics and... Yeah, never mind. Someone tell me why. So on Spotify, it, it shows people who follow the podcast what their top bands listen to are. 
Y'all love Blink-182, which, I mean, I also like Blink-182. I don't love them, I'll be honest. They're great. But why does it show us that? What What is that going to do for us to know that you guys like Blink-182, Eminem, and Kanye West? Like, that's so weird. I would like it also to be known that the number four artist of our listeners is Ariana Grande. So, like, the gays do listen, okay? We see you gays. You're represented. That's probably that's probably just Cubby Bub. <laughs> she, right. she listens she listens to enough Ari to just be she, on you're there. right you're right this is for you Kate also I just want to get this in real quick before we entered uh, he's got an ability called uh, shattered psyche but he's gonna shatter my bussy <laughs> can we also make it known that like he doesn't have feet I'm noticing Is oh is that a bad thing you're saying Whoa, that's fucked up. That's all ableist to you, bud. No, I'm just saying, I was just noticing. I mean, like, I feel kind of bad, though, because this means that he can't make some extra income on the side by, like, selling feet pics. <laughs> None of them can. They're like, we have to. We have to get our band to work because we can't become feet people. We can't sell them to creepy old demons. He has the most exotic feet pics. He has those smoky blues everyone's asking about. Yeah, he just like lifts up his like chainmail skirt and it's just like this blue smoke that comes out and just snap a quick pic of that and maybe it looks like a foot or I don't know. Someone's <laughs> like, is this a fog machine with blueberry fog? He goes like, no, it's my penis. Oh, oh, wow. I love it. I love it, Bone Steel. Bone Steel? No, you don't. You're, you're lying. No, no, no. Really, really, really. It's, it's great. It's great. I promise. Also, I'm just going to say it. Boner Steel... It's right there. Come on, guys. It's so beautiful. So funny. So funny. Bone steal $20 out of your mom's purse. How do you think he got singing lessons? Dude, he wanted that fucking Fortnite $19 card. You know what I mean? In the proverbial $19 Fortnite card. Who wants it? Bone steal does, you know. And Bone steal got I'm it. I'm blocked. Mr. Block blocked me. How could this happen? And with that, Bone Steel, you are our sexiest and one of our weirdest NPCs of the week. Mwah. Eh. Now it's time for hard top two, bottom boot, medium moot. This week, I'm going to have a me go first. Psych out. Wow. Whoa. I'm going to give a top two to my eh, beautiful <laughs> Mount Luck that I've been getting lately. As you all know, I got the Tazavesh mount that everybody else got during our run, and I mm-hmm. received, oh, I got that weird yellow horse mount that Immune got that ruined my mount, whatever. But that the... everyone got. I was yeah. really sad. I was like, no one's getting this, and I checked online, and I was like, everyone's getting this. Candlin is still farming this mount every day he farms it, and I'm like, it isn't even that great. Like, chill. Speaking of good mount luck, though, like shout out to like Mithurin. He got um the time warp one like just before we started recording. I mean though the time the time walking one, right? Yeah, the one that Aaron got, and it's like this is a mount. It deletes. Yeah, I didn't know. Anyway, so the first day of the Necrolord Assault dropped. I ran out there, did it, and completed it, and I got the fucking mount. I got the stupid little zombie stitch dog. From the assault immediately. And I was like, what? Honestly, have, that one looks so good probably on Alan, right? I'll have to check to see. Is that a different dog than the arena dog? Yes. Okay. 
Because that one's like a wolf, right? Yeah, it looks very similar to what you posted in our chat, but it's like got green fart gas coming off of it. I posted it on the Twitter under the Hi, I'm Alan. That's the mount that I'm. That's that mount that I was writing, and I was just like, "This is crazy that I got three mounts that have like a pretty rare loot table." You know, I'm kind of a mount god. <laughs> wow, I mean, everyone got all these ones, right? Yeah. <laughs> everyone. Hey, you know what? You you get you can get your mounts, but I'm a backplate specialist oh boy you want a back i got him well maybe we should throw it to aaron to see what his top toot for his backplates are it's not the backplates but i did get a lot of cool stuff in raid and that's my top toot for this week toot i got hands and bracers and lots of crystals. And I got a new staff that I was super excited about because I was like, new staff, new staff. And then I looked and it's a little shrimpy guy. I was like, really? Raid's going to give me a little shrimpy staff? Like it's one thing for like a green level to be unimpressive, but for a purple level and allegedly that's like Ne'erzul's back scratcher, a little sad, <laughs> but but it's nice to have new equipment. Yeah, I mean, so have you been able to start your Dom set, like, gear with these socket of the shards and stuff yet? Uh, yes, I have to look. I have to math it out. I have yet to play today, unfortunately. But I need to math out as far as, like, what thing goes where and which socket? And I think I do need to buy a, a magic screwdriver to get one of them out. I know that's a thing you can get. But I that's what I'm going to do after recording is figure that out. Nice. Yeah. But Immune, what is your TTBBMM? So I am going to have a bottom boot, actually. And my bottom boot is the fucking Kevin quest, but also just in general that Maldrax's Covenant assault. Which I'm realizing now, because now we're starting to go into, like, the second cycle of the Covenant Assaults, that I think, like, the quests that are in there are randomly selected from a pool of quests, because the Venthyr Assault that we have now is different than the first one we did. Mm -hmm. So, maybe we just got really unlucky with, like, the combinations of quests that were all, like, overlapping poorly, causing bugs with Kevin, being overall, overall unenjoyable for the Meldraxxus one, but... I don't know. I just really had a bad time on this Meldraxxus assault the first time I ran it on my... I was on my Druid, I think, and the Kevin quest took me far too long, as I had said earlier, and it's just not enjoyable, and I felt like the reward I got from it, and by reward I mean like the mini cinematic thing you get at the end of it, uh, like the air quotes scenario type thing that you do at the end of it with Draka also was kind of uninspired it's just like kill these four things and then like you kill the last one and then it's like you're done I'm like oh what that that was it <laughs> they pulled their ziggurats in there they're they're big floating bases they're there we did it I like the ziggurat in cinematic I think that the Kyrian one was the suck I will agree with that Agreed. that one was also bad <laughs> But for me personally, I had a bad time with the Kevin quest, so that is my bottom boot. 
That's fair. Also, guys, I have bad news for everybody involved. We missed a macro holiday yesterday. Oh, no. What did we it, miss? Was, it was the dance in the auction house, right? It was Vashir Diving Day, where you get to see, like, glowing fish in Vashir. We always miss this stupid fucking holiday. Someone put it in their calendar. All of us do it. I mean, last time we all put something on our calendar, I was forced to see that my boat fucking sucked, so I don't know if I want to do this. Yes, so perhaps the fish look more glowy and cool in our mind. It would, be, it would be a real shame to go out there next year and see how mundane and unloved that event is. Honestly, let's do it. The fish cannot possibly look worse than my Draenei boat, so... All right, well, with that, we're out of here. If you have any comments, questions, reviews, if you want to send us fan mail, hate mail, dick mail, porn mail, if you want us to rate your IMDb accounts or your LinkedIn's or your Wikipedia edit entries, send us an email at send us your old Send us your old Flickster, honestly. Yeah. Let's, let's meet up on Flickster. Let me go through your photo bucket. Send us an email at donotrelentpod at gmail.com. Follow us on Spotify or leave us a review on Apple iTunes and we'll take a shot and read your review. What about you guys? Where can we find you on the internet? You can find me, Alex or Immunization, on Twitter at New Era Alex or the podcast Instagram account on the gram at Do Not Relent. I stream apparently at sometimes, I don't know, on Twitch at Immunization DNR. Oh, also, you can leave us a rating on Warcraft Radio Podcast Directory. You can find me, Aaron the Human, at TheBigGoCheesy on Twitter.com. Read our literary musings at DoNotRelent.LiveJournal.com. And I stream at Twitch.tv slash AaronDNR occasionally. And also, the magic word of the week is Winchester. This is a special treat for all of those who listen to the end, because I know you motherfuckers drop off at the final two minutes. Well, everyone does. Wait, what do they do? With, wait, what if I send you the code Winchester? What do I get? Uh, You get me doing a blurry thumbs up. Oh. Send it to the big cheesy in a DM with a special code word of the week. <laughs> Why would give anybody you... want the blurry thumbs up? You'd be surprised. You gotta add in like a like a ten dollar Venmo or something. Bit. <laughs> I'm making zero money from this thing. Why would I pay money? Also, you get a thumbs up, and that's if you're lucky. Also, the podcast fees are due soon. Also, <laughs> Venmos for that. None of us have money to to pay people for sending us this, these codes. Slide what the fuck. All right, and remember, another down. Do not relent. Do Not Relent is a podcast within the 3HNC network, representing U.S. Proudmore's premier podcasts. That was a very good wish. Hey, what's up, gamers? The code word's Winchester, if you know what I mean. Um, so I just did a wild seed scene party because Growlina didn't show up to work because we were too busy talking about other stuff. Anyway, <laughs> in this episode of Wild Seed Scene Party, I talked to my main man, Bro Cat Bear. 
<laughs> I saw this druid and I said, yo, this guy's awesome. What's up? He says, they say, hi. And I said, you got time for two questions, like, real quick? And they were like, sure. So I, I literally don't have any plans, but I'm going to ask this person. I was like, uh. So I was like, would you say you're a passionate lover? Which is really... I'm surprised Brocat Bear stayed throughout the entirety. I would have left immediately. Uh, but then Brocat Bear said, LOL, sure, yeah. <laughs> and I said, hell yeah, brother. Okay, second question. If you could travel anywhere for a week, where would you go? Could be real or fake, I don't care. Brocat Bear says, hmm. I said, all expenses paid, baby. Don't even worry about the buddy. Brocat Bear says, New Zealand, maybe, to check it out. I was like trying to get in that new Lord of the Rings. I feel ya. And not Brocat Bear, this is the part where you listen to the podcast and become a lifelong fan. Because uh, now you're famous. You're, he said he would listen to the podcast. He said he'd support it. So if Brocat Bear doesn't fucking whisper Aaron on Twitter, Winchester, is he even a true fan? You know? I don't know. Um, yeah, that was my wild seed and party. Not as wild as the last one, because this guy was actually polite. So thanks, Brocat Bear. Love ya, girl, gal, guy, whoever you be. Keep on brocatting bearing. Alright, that's enough of this. Also, you guys are fucking welcome. I did this in Corthia, and there's, you know how many rares have popped up? I've never seen so many fucking map pins linked in my chat than when I'm doing a very important work interview. That's how much I sacrificed for this game. For the love of the game. Alright, is it?